Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. We're a body, and we call that a body block. Take the fourth week off, and then start again. Choose a new body block each month. Have fun. Avoid burnout. Reach your goals. But you're not going to quit on yourself today. You win? Start a body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Hey, Ministry, how you doing? It's myself, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. Double V the Viceroy, very similitude, me to Nico Luro. Okay, guys, so in terms of wrestling, it's been an awkward week. So, I mean, we kind of touched on our own subjects, if you would, but we're mm. still acknowledging what's happening within the week of wrestling. So we are talking, is War in Trouble without Heyman? Coincidentally, we'll also be talking Raw Suffers, its worst ratings in the Thunderdome. New NXT champion crowned, Miro de- debuts on AEW, and the, My- the Messiah stable, what could have been? Yeah. Okay, let's start. How the week goes? Let's just talk Raw. Essentially, from the beginning, Raw is in. Tr- I mean, it's it's kind of two in one, isn't it? Raw has its worst ratings in the Thunderdome, which leads to your other question: Is Raw in trouble without Paul Heyman? Um, let's just kick this off in a way that we were kind of talking just before the cameras, but the cameras before the audio started recording, and we were like, "Why haven't we pressed record yet? Let's do this." Mm. Biggest things that has gone on. Paul Heyman does know how to write. Paul Heyman knows how to uncover talent, which I think is what we really wanted. We needed that something new. So we started to see Austin Theory. We started to see okay, the Prophets wasn't the best angle, but the the Prophets, the Viking Raiders, um, Angel Gaza, the names started to come up and pop up. Apollo Cruz, for God's sakes, looked like it could have been something. Bobby, Bobby got his big push under Paul, didn't he? Who's that? Sorry, Bobby. He got a bush under Paul. Bobby Lashley, of course. Of course. The Hurt Business was born under Paul Heyman, let's be honest. It's evolved since, but... Um, yes, yeah. We now have Cedric Alexander, Cedric Alexander, Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, and Umvup. They don't hate on MVP, man. I'm loving what's no, going on. I just think the name is amazing. Umvup. Why not? Why not? The dots aren't there. You're allowed to. Well <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <Not> played. <laughs> um, <laughs> That wasn't that wasn't even planned. So what we were talking about, first of all, I suppose let, let's hit hit with the figures, Nick, because I suppose we are in the week where AEW have touched a mill, which crushed NXT. Crushed is an understatement. I'd also like to put things into perspective here. Okay. AEW just celebrated its one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Raw mm-hmm. was it two years ago? Celebrated its 25th anniversary. Okay. One of these two is an industry juggernaut. One is a young grasshopper upstart, up and coming wannabe. Yeah. Also, we <laughs> thought the numbers are really suggesting otherwise. One to hit a million on a Wednesday night slot after just one year, you can't but clap for AEW. That's impressive considering they don't have the budget. They do not have the same level of star that Raw had. Yeah. You know, Think about Raw in its early days, man. I mean, the stars, the star-studded cast it had to begin with was was 
something else. And it just grew and grew and grew and grew. And we've often argued that there's not necessarily... Can I, can I actually argue that point? Sure. Do you know when Raw started? Raw is when what they would call the dark era. Because it was just post um, kayfabe. And it was the new generation and they were trying to find their foot. So, yeah. When you look back at but them, the and who stars they were there. That's the point. I but mean. what I'm saying is, when you look at who they were, they they flourished to build the Attitude Era. They had we had lost your Mr. Perfects, your Hulk Hogan's, and your Macho Man's. Even though like Macho Man was on the sideline, and it was young guys trying to find their footing. So even though you say the names now, and you're like, ooh, they're all seen as Attitude Era stars. Be it Bret Hart, be it Shawn Michaels, be it The Undertaker, be it Scott Hall, be it Kevin Nash. So it's it's a weird footing. I agree with what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. There is the, I mean, I'm not going to say Dean Ambrose is Shawn Michaels by any means or Bret Hart, you know, um, or John Moxley, should I say, for the fans. Stop calling him by his WWE name. But like, Dean Moxley, fuck off. <laughs> but do you get what I'm saying? I, it, it's weird. I'm just, I just want to just highlight the fact that those guys knew they were doing something wrong at the time and built that touch forward. But no, everything else you're saying is truly valid. I'm not defending. What you're, you know, WWE by any means at that Actually, point. What I'm saying is that to hit a million, can WWE didn't have the competition then that AEW have now. Like AEW are going against WWE programming, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're still bringing in a mill and growing. Like that shit's impressive to do within a year. Yeah, no, no, no. WWE have got a 25 year foothold on the industry. And you have to, we've brought this up many a time. It's not for a lack of superstars and talent that they're, that they're crumbling. Because we've often argued on this podcast that the talent pool is deep in wrestling, especially in WWE at the moment. It's bad booking, right? This is something we've often argued. Now, the demographics, Raw in the Thunderdome, it has hit lower this year, which is also scary. But in the Thunderdome, the average, got it here. The average throughout the night was 1.7 mil. And it dropped. So the first hour was 1.8. Second hour was fucking alarming, 1.4. And third hour up to 1.6. And to, to go down the road of good old Chris Jericho, here's the scary part. This part scared me. The, the, the target demo, argue it or not, but the 18, the 18 to 39 demo, which we know is the one that the TV ratings go for because that's where the target is advertising is targeting. Mm-hmm. Um, 0.4, 400,000. Um, well, to be fair, though, even when you look at... I mean, don't get me wrong, it's 400 different. But even with AEW, when they like we won the demos, yeah, mm. they hadn't hit like a one. They were on a like point. Eight, I believe. Yeah, but the Raw are on point four. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It, what I'm saying is, yeah. But what, it's, can it's, I tell you what's more alarming for me? I know Jericho, the demogod, will go on about that figure. Long term planning. There's a figure that worries me a lot more. It's the kids. It's the below 18s. They're not tuning in. It was like point one, bro. Which tells me it's 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 kind of the remnants of our generation that are still watching this, they're not bringing in a new audience on Raw. That shit is scary. But do you know what's missing? Do you know what's missing? Well, uh, many things, but... Well, no, 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 let's be honest. 
a good US president for one, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, a Don't John Cena or a Roman Reigns, hmm? a John Cena, a Roman Reigns, a a face you can get behind. And I'm not knocking Drew. And I've said this in Drew is a great everywhere. champion. Do not speak ill. No, 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 no. Let's let's break it down and be real. Yeah, Drew works, but it's not in the same clean baby face way that you have got. As much as it, we feel like it's very shoved down our throat, it's kind of what you need. It worked more for Cena because Cena had the bright colors and the stuff that attracts you. Drew has the technique, mm. but that that. And it's really hard to say this, and I, because Roman was different. Roman, I, Roman worked because the Shield had a lot of popularity to steamroll him in, and he just let that ship keep sailing for a very long time. You know, the Shield was cool; it had that protective gear. It, you know, you look like a, you know, kids play cops and robbers. Now you dress like a kind of mega built cop and all that shit. It works. John Cena has everything. He he could cut great promos. In ring, I have no problem with Drew. Is Drew delivering a promo? Drew's promos. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen to me. But on on this thing, is Drew delivering the promos that the younger generation are gonna buy into with the cool kind of gimmicky? Yeah, for us, it's the you've you you've made an enemy of me. You will take this. I get it. But you know that's that's what we're looking for to attract that younger audience of your Hulk Hogan type promos of your. John Cena promos. Dare I even say even your Shawn Michael promos? Those kind of... Someone larger than life. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Yeah. Well, Is it there? Go back a few weeks on this podcast. We quoted Easy E. They haven't made a superstar in the last 18 years. I agree. We both agreed with this statement. Do you get it? And like, for, for, for all the things... We're retreading already, already trodden ground here. It's, it's hallowed ground. We know, yeah. we know what the score is. They haven't made a superstar. And I know you kind of argue that Roman Reigns could be that guy, but he's not. Well, he's not, no. The well, the thing is, look at, look at the stock building. Do you know how you know you have a star? No matter what you post, and this is just, just mainly for me because I'm hit, handling the Insta, right? Mm. No matter what, the amount of posts that come out based on a heel Roman movement. I'm not saying we didn't see that moment of Drew coming out of the, the ambulance on the Insta. Yeah, it was there. Roman's post is just every other minute. There is that attraction that, that works within people. SmackDown has it a bit more than Raw at the moment. It just does. Because of Roman and Heyman. Yeah. Yeah. So... You raised an interesting point. So that that's kind of my take on it, is that it kind of combines... Previously mentioned statement. Well, we've been preaching this for fucking weeks. It's not using talent properly. It's not having made a proper superstar in years. Not a talent, not a star. Someone like what you were saying. A Cena, a Hogan, a Rock. You're- someone whose name... Echoes. How stupid of me to have left Rock out in that thing, but you get what I'm saying. I was going to say, like, where the fuck was the Rock in that? You know, (laughs) we've often said our Rushmore of all timers 
And we've pretty much agreed on this, which is weird, but it, it's Hogan, Taker, Rock, and Cena. You can't deny those. Like, those, the, 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 you know. And, you know, you go to WWE's page, and I'm not saying wrestling in, it's wrestling in general when we say this, but you go to Cena's page, um, mm. Cena's page, you go to WWE's page, what do you look for? Superstars, you know? And that's what's missing. There aren't superstars. There are stars. There aren't superstars. Talent. So much goddamn talent. They've got, but yeah, but they've got so much potential to build stars. Like Matt Riddle, really, really could be a star in the making. Um, Keith Lee, I, but, but for all the talent he's got, I don't see him as that star. Riddle could be the next Sean Mike. Can I, can I be honest, right? And it's not that I'm not on the Keith Lee bandwagon. Oh, you can't right? not be right. But you've got a guy like Randy Orton who's arcade the whole world. Yeah. yeah? And I, I, and I'm, I, I, you know, I'm trying to think. Have I seen Randy Orton versus Braun Strowman? But Brock is eating RKO. Cena is eating RKO. The Big Show's eating RKO. Out of nowhere, Keith Lee just has to squat, and he's impos- impervious to the RKO. Like, do you get what you're showing me? Yeah, they're rocket strapping him, aren't they? But it's just like, is this the way you're going to sell it? Because okay, now you've done that, and then he's going to have to lose because people do lose eventually, right? That that helps. Losses actually help you in getting the fan support behind you. Let's Don't be honest. MJF, hey, bro, the fans are behind him. Let's be real. The fans were behind him before the match. He should have won that match against Dean Moxley. Listen, I, I don't know if you saw the post that was put out. Right, we're dogging Raw at the moment, so I don't really want to dog AEW. But I see AEW's biggest mistake right now. As much as they've hit a mill, and I think it's kind of scary that they're going to do this at this current moment. Right, their champ is John Moxley. Their TNT champ is Brody Lee. Their tag champs are FTR. If I repeat that to you, that's Dean Moxley, Luke Harper, and the Revival. Dean Moxley, very good. Dean I Ambrose again. Dean Ambrose. My head is cool. <laughs> but do you get where I'm going with this? Impact made that same mistake, and then we've, we, we're going to touch on another subject later. Don't keep using the WWE stars, but it's like, oh, they're being used correctly. They're in the same position they were in WWE. We'll get to that. But anyway, let's 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 get to let, my my key argument because I'm I'm kind of losing my train here. I heard after Heyman left the raw position and Bruce Pritchard, brother love, I love you. It's no, like no, no, carry on, sorry, just quickly. I'd like to preface this with from what I've read about the creative scope on Raw. Pritchard's more of an admin role, not a creative. Right. So here we go. So this kind of links into what I'm saying. Yep, exactly. I heard at one point that Daniel Bryan is helping creatively on SmackDown and then Edge is helping creatively on Raw. There was someone, I, a couple of people have said to me, no, 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 they're, doing, they're, they're involved in their own storylines. And I was like, well, Edge is injured for a couple of months. So I don't know how that happens. And Daniel Bryan's on paternity. So yeah. <laughs> why was that news at that time? Why, why did you hear this from, out of curiosity? What's that? The, that the, they're involved in the writing? Yeah. Um, it, it came up a few times on different Insta pages. This was time ago. I just, it wasn't really that much of a news at the time. Or that could have been the week we forgot to record. It was like one of those times. It was, yeah. <laughs> to record's a big word. Time fucked us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an RKO out of nowhere, literally. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So that that you know, so this is the thing, and I'm not knocking Edge because Edge has delivered tremendously over the years, and these are the kind of guys that I've looked for 
you know, anytime anyone asks me what's the problem with wrestling nowadays, I'm like, well, guys just vanish, you know, where's The Rock to help creatively? Where's John Cena to help creatively? You know, whereas when Brett and Sean were there, you know, you had certain guys in the back that, or they're still in the ring, these guys, and I'm not knocking them, you do what you have to do, business is business. But you you just need those older heads to help you out, don't get me wrong, we're in a good zone for NXT. NXT, exactly, Sean and Hunter are there. Sure, and the Road Dog, like, screw it, like, there you go, basically running an xt exactly (laughs) dxt there you go but these are the you know so edge helping out is there but it also depends on what you understand in the business and one of my key things that i would always hit at is paul Heyman understands what you know we have a pool why are we just using the top guys and i think raw is ever so guilty of it a lot more than smackdown and daniel bryan is a guy who always quoted different people and what do you see with daniel bryan helping out and i'm not saying he has final say cesaro and nakamura tag champs these are guys who's always preached about edge is probably looking at and i'm not saying it is edge but you're looking at the format and like okay who, who are we working with what are we doing mm. it's cool i know shane is meant to have an involvement because shane has I, I'm sure I said that we had this at one point. Shane wanted to invest in UFC. Shane has yeah, now yeah. got more underground. This is this has been a 20 year wet dream for Shane. Like he's been on it for the longest while, you know, mm-hmm. to have something like this within WWE or under the WWE umbrella. And it's but it, it's it gets mixed reactions. I'm not here to hate on that at the moment. But what I'm saying is, is that whichever way, okay, look at as much as you would. You we saw a different side to. Titus O'Neil we've seen you know it, it, it's, oh, given, oh. it's given us something it may not be the best way but you're working with new talent in a way but then there's another side where it's just like the top card is exactly the same the US title now is like okay Bobby Lashley's won it who's the contender give me something fresh you feel a bit of freshness on Smackdown and that's where they're really lacking it just lacks creativity thing- so the one thing above everything that I think made me raise this question of is Raw in trouble is something that happened this last week. Just before we get onto that, just because you raised the names Nakamura and Cesaro, and this is something I've wanted to touch on for the longest time. I think AEW are guilty of doing too much tag teaming. Like, I know it's their big, big, big thing, but it's like, oh, a bit of singles action wouldn't go amiss now and then. Like, every fucking match is a tag match, and it's like enough (laughs) tag matches i think should have a certain element of specialness to them not just every fucking match is a tag match and the single match you get now and then it's like for me it should be the other way around so they've got it a bit wrong but that said wwe like they have no tag team division it is terrible i think what they need to do stop fucking around with a raw tag team champion and a smackdown tag team champion Unify the damn belts. Just you don't think that's where we're going, bro. There's two teams. There's literally two teams. But do you not think that's where we're going at the moment? They need to do it. I hope that's where they're going. I don't mind who wins of the two of them. Obviously, I'd prefer if Nakamura was winning, but WWE don't like Nakamura, um, or Cesaro for that matter. They're going to give it to. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body, fun workouts, and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. 
Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. The smoke. Smokey the Baron, Smokey McFly, Smokey McFrog. Who, by the way, their new intro looks like they're literally having trash thrown on them. Has, has no one raised this with I them? I don't get that whole... What the fuck? I did it once for a pay-per-view, but I'm, you can't keep I it. didn't. Is that what? So has just like a dumpster truck pulled out the back of the Titan Tron and proceeded to drop red cups on them? It's, it's not my thing. It's not my it's thing. It's weird. It is weird. Side note, WWE doesn't have a tag team division. That And you can tell, like, when the New Day aren't around and the Usos aren't around, there's no one. Like, there is no one for Cesaro and Nakamura to be competing yeah. against. And Luke it just seems party. WWE are fucking hell-bent, hell-bent on breaking up tag teams. Angel Gaza and uh, El Idolo, the Monday Night Messiah stable. Um, it looks like they're breaking up the Lucha House Party. It's like, can we please stop breaking up the tag teams? Vince, you know, Vince's biggest crime is not being a fan of tag wrestling, which is stupid. Absolutely mm-hmm. stupid. I mean, yeah, let's be honest. You know there's a problem within a company when you try to split up the LOD. Like, no one wanted to see Legion of Doom or the Road Warriors split. It's just stupid. Adam and Hawk were together forever. That, that's who they were. The Dudley there, is, there is an argument in his defense to be made that tag team wrestling by its very nature is extremely limited in terms of in-ring storytelling that you can do. Oh, no, 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 no. I think it is. No. Like, you, can, you can literally copy and paste. Like if it was a movie, it would almost be like an a-stereotypical rom-com. So big guy starts, gets some steam. Little guy or less imposing guy gets tagged in, does a few moves, eventually gets knocked down, gets dragged back from his corner repeatedly again and again and again. So the build-up is he needs to get the other guy in. The other guy comes in, tears shit up. They do a tag team move, they win. That's literally 90% of tag team matches. Yeah, but you can say the same for a Hill versus face match. The Hill squashes, you know, every time you see Big Show get in the ring with a Rey Mysterio or smaller, it's a, he's going to crush them. He's going to thing. Then he picks up steam. Like any, it's the same way Brock has put guys over. Like it, mm. we love it. It's there. The, the format of the storytelling is there. But you go back to some of the class. Yeah, come on, bro. There was no way that it was just a TLC that put the Hardys over. Like they knew what to do. The APA got over without even being in TLC. Like we can Harlem Heat the for fuck's sake. Hardys were doing stuff we hadn't seen before, though. No, but what I'm getting at is look, look, look at names of tag teams. Would you ever quote the Dudleys as shit prior to TLC? No, no. Harlem Heat. Let's go back to what you're but watching. The Dudleys like, again did something really unique. They took the you know they took what was a, a tag team move and elevated that shit. People wanted to see the 3D. Yeah. People wanted to see the poetry in motion. People wanted to see the twist of fate into a swan tongue. Okay, let's go back to Nitro now. Things that were a draw. That's not to do with storytelling. That's to do with attraction. Let's go back to Nitro for Harlem Heat shit. Yeah, what happened to them? Booker T had a singles run and they were never the same again. 
Well, yeah, because they decided they ran their course, which can happen. No, they didn't. Stevie Ray got injured, and when he came back, they never picked up steam again. Well, fair enough. Yeah, that's that's also. <laughs> but and that was on a fucking brand. You know, look look at the the ah, uh, what were they fucking called? Ming and um, Dungeon of Doom or something. Dungeon of Doom, the big Samoan motherfuckers. Barbarian. Great, 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 great steam behind them. Literally just into nothing, into nothing. Sadly, NWO was around at the time. But what I'm saying is there are legendary tag teams along the way. Can you imagine the two of them going up against Hall and Nash? Big. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) We never got that. Not on a pay-per-view. No. No, but what I'm saying is that you... The fact that we can say that proves that you can have a tag team story in a way, you know. Right to censor done shit that... you, you know, okay, it was more of a faction, but as a tag team, you can find dynamics within a tag team story. I think there's quite a lot to be told in tag team wrestling. Yes, some of it might be a bit cut and paste, but the story, and as you said, you, each person, it's like any wrestling match, it relies on the, what makes you a star. What mm-hmm. makes a good match is not the technique of the story, but the star and how they tell the story. Yeah, agreed. You've just got extra people doing it. Agreed. Yeah. And what it feels like at the moment with... Obviously, I don't put the New Day and the Usos in this because they are traditional tag teams. Like the Usos are a tag team in the vein of the Hardys. You know, they're actually a tag team, which is why what Jimmy's doing at the moment just makes me go, ha. I get the whole squash your family, make get heel heat. I get that. But he's not a singles competitor. Nakamura and Cesaro. Nakamura especially is a fucking singles competitor. Cesaro, okay, he's got some history by being in the bar. But he's got all the talent in the world to be a singles competitor. Do you know what bugs me? And I will so, say this immensely. And I, okay. They need to fucking just unify, unify the tag team champions and do like what they do in the women's division. Have the tag team champions as non-brand exclusives and just go back and forth challenging. Just, just do yeah. that. Just do uh-huh. that. There is not enough fucking talent. Bread talent, not actual talent. Bread talent in the tag team division. For, for either brand. But we're slightly deviating here because we, I brought up this tag team issue. Like, the main reason I think Raw's in trouble is because I, I actually think they've officially lost their mind with the Retribution promo this last week. Hit it. Oh, God. So, first of all, here's a mixed message. They interrupt Nia Jax's match. Now, for me, when you interrupt Nia Jax, that's face heat. <laughs> Probably, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Just saying. So, obviously, because they didn't want to reveal the voice, they did this auto-tune audio Thunderdome. So, we didn't even get their real voice. We got two of them talking. It started deep, and then it got deeper. It was terrible. And I've got the exact quote here for you. My friend, hold on to your chair, because this is this is bad. Okay? First one comes on. The Thunderdome is just a facade. Behind this mountain of screens is the same foundation, the same WWE as before, the same behemoth that discarded us and disowned us. So that tells me it's people who got fired. Leaving us to survive in an unfair world where the powerful are left to grow. That's kind of what the powerful tend to do. They grow where we are left to feed off nothing but the scraps of contempt. And then another one jumps in. So far, it sounds a bit like a fucking grungy you know 90s nindies rock band type thing you know 
the scraps of content. It's like, no, first off, fuck off with that. And there all this insinuation about how we were discarded. So your people who were fired in the, in the Black Wednesday. And then it's like the powerful are left to go. It's kind of one of the hallmarks of being powerful. You grow. Okay. Roman Empire, Genghis Khan, British Empire. We, we did the history, my friend. Just history. One word, history. Okay. Then the other one comes on. In an even deeper voice. I'm not doing that one. Contempt is a powerful motivator. We are driven to destroy, to lay waste to every superstar and every fan. Oh, they're going to attack fans now. The fans aren't even there, you dumb motherfucker. Blinded, you cannot see what you do, nor have. So the locusts of contempt... Oh, you've gone from weapon to locusts. So the locusts of contempt will feed upon all of you. The darkness of retribution will seep into the pores. Now it's sounding a bit like an exfoliant. The darkness of retribution will seep into the pores of every superstar and all of your so-called universe. We are retribution. Suck my cock. So, funny enough, cock, COC, Clash of Champs, maybe that's when they'll turn up. Um, <laughs> so, do you know what makes this promo bad? Terrible. I've heard this stuff. First of all, it sounds like the Essential are back because they used to cut promos, all kinds of shit like that. But um, what makes it bad is that you guys haven't actually done anything short of your first two nights. You've actually been very boring. They did this though, AJ. Look, they did this. We are Retribution. We are Retribution. We are Retribution. For those of you listening and not watching, I'm just turning my lights on and off. It's a really cool effect that makes you look evil. To be fair, can I go back to it again? This goes back to Raw and SmackDown. AJ, oh, they cool. also did this. Watch. Ha, ha, <laughs> they moved some microphones too. <laughs> now I'm a member of Retribution. I just need to get a bit of a face mask to go for the whole seeping into the pause thing, and I'm there. <laughs> but Maybelline, call me. <laughs> this, 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 is, this is Raw and SmackDown all over again. Because I believe with the Daniel Bryan influence, their best showing was when they invaded SmackDown. Corey Graves and Michael Cole weren't running for their lives. They kicked the shit out of the enhancement talent and they fucked up the ring. On Raw, they were just doing some like mechanical stuff that just didn't do anything. Then there was the one who threw the cinder block and couldn't actually aim for the WWE sign. And it just (laughs) it glided into the bottom. Like it was (gasps) the weakest throw I've ever seen. And I was like. And it comes to a point that we've all kind of pre- we've all kind of got a prediction, right? It's those who were released by uh, you know Black Wednesday, and it would be really cool to a certain degree. You missed one thing. Sorry to cut you off, bro. But after they threw the cinder block, in the tiny weedy security guard came and said, "You need to leave." They were like, "Okay, we are retribution." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Exactly, kick his ass. But these are the things. It's like you need to be more dominant than what you were. Like last week, they didn't do too bad on Raw during the tag match, and Zelina Vega, like, screw it, I've got to fight for my life. Now you're showing me a bit of a threat. Everything else, you just look a bit like hoodlums, just running around like, hey, hey, hey. it's like kids Turning looking for enough. I can't, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't get over that. They're calling it technical difficulties because they're pressing a light switch. Yeah, it's just... It's like a fucking nine-year-old kid when he's turning a light on and off to annoy his parents and they're like, stop. And he's like, no, I will not stop. Nah, 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 nah. But this is what I'm saying. Like, you, I need, like, NWO didn't come on and be like, you know, all right, you got the interruptions. This is a paid terrorist. But this part, you know, was paid to you in part by the NWO. Like, these are the parts that you're looking for. Anymore. That was the best part. <laughs> like, got WCW to pay for their shit. That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love easy but you get what i'm saying now i'm not saying let's do the same things but this whole 
you know, <laughs> like for God's sakes, we've seen the lights come on and off with the Undertaker. Like that's when it was cool. You just try to do this to piss off the world is not going to get me over. <gasps> attack the guys that I need you to see. Like, okay, yeah, it was all good that you attacked the drama. Jacks for fuck's sake. No, but let's be honest. If you want to catch my attention, hit Randy Orton. Mm. Hit, hit Drew. Hit Drew. Thank you. Yeah. Hit Roman. Well, Roman turns no, up. Hit Roman. You so could mo and angry. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is Roman just turns up and wrecks shit, which is essentially what they should be doing. So it would just be a bit weird that hey. he's kind of a walking, talking meme at the moment, isn't he? I, I bear with me and win, wreck everyone and leave. I just don't get it, boy. I'm just wondering <laughs> if there's a slight niggling injury. I mean, don't get me wrong; it, it works for Hill Heat because he's just doing. It's the same thing that winds everyone up about Brock, that Brock would just turn up and win. And that's exactly what he's doing in the most annoying way. Like, literally, I will just turn up and win. You do all the work. I'll be here in two minutes and I'll do my shit. It works. Although what's frustrating me is the way, you know, you and me pitch. Again, this is on podcast. Go back and listen to it where all podcasts are found. Um, But a few weeks ago, we kind of collectively came up, more you, but kind of collectively came up with the idea of uh, he needs to just look like a big badass Samoan <laughs> wrecking machine, right? Bro, even Paul Heyman last night on SmackDown, by the way, September 11 anniversary, RIP, those who passed. Um, but even Paul Heyman last last night on SmackDown was like the tribal leader. I'm like, okay, we're, we're doing the Samoan thing. Take your fucking shirt off and show those badass tats. Stop being a meme. <laughs> But have you realised he's gone from t-shirt to like tank top? So there is a bit more definition being shown. I was in. T-shirt last night, bro. I'm sure I saw a tank t-shirt. I've got it up now. If you want a screenshot of it, uh, it's all right. I'm really not going to get into what Roman's wardrobe that badly, but like, <laughs> but yeah, it's we're getting there. You know, we're getting there. Um, I feel like we're kind of merging in just a general WWE <laughs> problem as opposed to a raw problem. Let me find okay. this shit for you. I got it. I got you, I got you, I got you. Where you at, Roman? My big G. Okay, yeah, but go to the match. I haven't been that far yet. Don't spoil shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Well played. But yeah, so in general, that's that we are just shooting the shit on WWE at the moment. They just need to utilize what they have a a guy like paul Heyman was the master of that because essentially what you do is you look at guys and be like guys we have a pool of talent why is the show just drew mcintyre why is the show just broad Strowman? stop stop fucking with the talent that's coming up like i'm genuinely worried by matt riddle from the last few weeks twice when he's been coming out they've cut twice two weeks in a row they've cut to commercial break and I don't remember that. I know that because I'm such a Riddle fan. And I noticed, as like, did you just cut his fucking entrance? They did it twice. And then who who ate the who ate the three count last week for Jimmy or Jay? Who I don't know. The Uso. Um, <laughs> who ate the pin? Yeah, Riddle. I don't like where this is going at all. As I say, wins and losses aren't everything in wrestling, but it's weird. But yeah, that you need you need correct. Surely Corbin should have eaten that three. It's yeah, like you know what? Let's be honest. How many times? In a way, in a way, let's be honest. Did you really want to see Corbin eat another pit? I, I'm tired. In full wear, I wouldn't have thought about it. 
Corbin eating a pin in a four-way, I would have been like, whatever, another day at the office. Riddle eating the pin made me go, ah. That's just how I'm absorbing But do you know it. what? In, in the same vein, he pinned what was potentially seen as the favourite to win. So it makes well, Jimmy's, it makes Jay's, it makes Rikishi's sons, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what it is. Uso. <laughs> Mr. Uso. It makes Mr. Uso's pin that bit more convincing. Like, any, let's be honest, anyone pins Baron Corbin, it's just, it just doesn't. You've pinned Matt Riddle. Shit, he's ready. It's just a slight little shame. It just, it's just those little bits that just make you a bit more believable, doesn't it? Well, we've talked raw ad nauseum now. Should we move on to the next thing? Yeah, which well, we've done rating. So, new NXT champion crowned. So we 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 called this one before that stupid bloody fatal four way Iron Man match. I wouldn't call it stupid. I wouldn't call it stupid. It it was the four pillars. It was the four pillars. It would have just been a longer tournament that would have led to the same thing. Yeah, like to me, you needed those four people. And had we seen it in another kind of way, it was just something different. As I said, before that match ever came out, I have never seen a fatal four way Iron Man match. It was just something I've never heard of. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, the four corners of, it's yeah, the four corners of NXT. The DXT, didn't it? <laughs> it's 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 what you need to get it over. It was just something different. You could have done a blatant fatal four way. Obviously, then you wouldn't have had contention. Then you you, you got to remember they're in a position that they weren't ready for. When your champ is injured, you're fucked. Any other feud, you can kind of just like buy the buy and move it on. When your champ is screwed, you really need to pull out all the stops to make it something. Yeah, but they didn't have any stops than 12-month-old recycled stuff. That was the problem. Well, but now it moves on. You look at Adam Cole's tweet. Did you see what Adam Cole put out after? No. So there's a picture backstage. Once again, another two-sweet, which is awesome. And he's like, yeah, no, yeah. Argu- no argument. The better man won. That's it. So, yeah, Adam Cole, Undisputed Era. That's might be a face tweet, that. Can we go? That's a face tweet. Oh, yeah. I would like to see. It's either one of two things. It's kind of like the Hogan era where he's the good guy and Undisputed Era kick his ass because he's not who he used to be. Or the era have now gone face. Either way, I'm not complaining. But what I'm saying is, is that Adam Cole's not going to be in that running just yet. You, uh, He's going to be up to some other spits, right? It's now on Finn to have a feud with someone. This is where it now starts again. And hopefully it's not Gargano or Champa because, well, you guys lost as well. Now we're breeding something. Now it's a young gun. This is where it works, actually, because now it's a young gun who now challenges the old guard of NXT. This is the measuring stick of NXT. Step up to the plate, son. And we've seen it with Damian Priest. Like, he puts on fucking matches with these young guns, right? I think this is where it comes up. So I'm not too fussed on this. I think Cole winning would have been... You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. We're Body, and we call that a body block. 
Take the fourth week off and then start again. Choose a new body block each month. Have fun. Avoid burnout. Reach your goals. But you're not going to quit on yourself today. You win? Start a body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I.com. As era fans, we'd love it. But it's been there, done that. You've done your longest reign. You've been done. Bala needed this. Bala had to win this. And now Bala Cross is going to be a big one when it comes to the title match. Because I believe he will. Bala versus Karrion Cross. Like, I believe that's where he will potentially drop. But so many guys will get title shots in between that time and really look like actual solid contenders. You can be guaranteed the next guys are going to be Gargano and Champa. You can just see that coming. I don't think so. You lost your spot. I'm not the biggest NXT head to be able to quote it, right? But there are some guys. He's not. He's not ready. See, I would have gone Priest, but obviously he's holding North American at the moment. Right. Right. Dexter, but if you think of it, the injuries. Loomis is a good shout. Timothy Thatcher could be a good shout. Thatcher would be a good shout, but then he just lost to to Balor. This is the problem: is that Loomis is injured, Cross is injured, and Thatcher just lost. I like Loomis. You know. He's good. Oh, he's, he's got he's got that star potential. I'm guessing Dream will probably step up to the plate because that's what he does. Even though it's not going to be whatted a few days ago. I know, but I mean, let's be honest. Some guys can lose, take those beatings. Let's be honest. It's the same with Champa when he got fucked by Cross. We're like, okay, it didn't look good, but he's still Tommaso Champa. Do you get what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Dream will be there just as a standard. Then it will be like, who's next? And this is where, let's be honest, those are three heads that, especially Sean and Hunter, no disrespect to Road Dog when I say that, but there are three guys that I trust in knowing. Even Regal, can I say this actually? Because I I joke about the others. William Regal has an eye for talent. William Regal is an in-ring technician. Yeah, 100%. When you take those kind of guys who know their shit and it's not just an on-screen character, you, they will pull that diamond out of the rough because they need to. It's just you, you're working on a program that you hadn't planned and now you're trying to create a long-form storytelling because you need to get it over and make that guy credible, not just, oh, he's champ because Karrion Cross is injured. I trust those guys to make it happen. No, I do. I'll give you that. I'll certainly give you that. Yeah. Um, right, we've talked NXT. Should we talk about their, their demographic conquerors now, AEW? Because... Woo, this oh. last week was good. Oh, leave it alone. Eh? It's Tuesday and Wednesday. But yes, no, joking aside. <laughs> There's a reason it's Tuesday and Wednesday now. Well, no, 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 no. I think they'll be back this Wednesday. I yeah. believe they'll be back this you think Wednesday. So? Yeah. We'll see. I don't think it'll be in their favour too, but... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not this last week is anything to go by. But you know what? Bully Ray, Bubba Ray. His Twitter says Bully Ray, so I'm going to call him Bully Ray. Mark Lamomac, if we have to be honest, um, he um, coming in. Good pull, yeah. I, I, I might have said the surname slightly wrong, but I'm sure that's what it is. But um, he put out a tweet and was like, "NXT done eight hundred thousand. NXT done a, win, a million. Can we just end the Wednesday Night Raw and let wrestling win?" I get it, but if I'm not mistaken, Tuesday's also Impact Night. So you're, you're aside from a Thursday which might be a Ring of Honor date. I, I do believe every other day is taken in wrestling. So we'll see. You might, you know, we'll see what happens. But in Impact on Tuesdays as that's well. That's what I'm saying. You're going to, apart from a Thursday, I don't think there's a day that you is free. And I don't know Ring of Honor's schedule. 
in the States. So it's, 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 it's interesting. I'm not going to lie. Come again? I don't follow Ring of Honor at all. I'm not going to lie. I've seen a bit, but I don't, I'm not, I'm, listen, listen, I'll be honest, I'm a WWE baby. I, I appreciate what AEW's doing. Mm. I've kind of fallen out of guard. I, 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 I'm paying attention to what's going on. I'll see a few bits, but I'm not as hooked as I was. And I'm going to retune. It's just been a few busy weeks recently for me. I've got to be honest. I've not been as tuned AEW. as I'd like to be. Come again? AEW is good at the moment. It's good. I'm happy to hear that. Good, good. And I'm even more so this last week because Miro showed up. Ah! I, I, I want to get for anyone wondering who Miro is. This was the man formerly known as Rusev. <laughs> so it was good to see now with a different beat. He's appearing on All Elite. It's Rusev Day. <laughs> what was cool with this? That was right? mine, by the way, completely a cappella. Well, I, I believe so. Well done to you. The fact you said oh, Rusev. Fuck you, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that at all. I'm just saying, like, the fact you said Rusev Day told me it was yours. Um, <laughs> Miro Day. He he pulled out the stop for me because he did say, I gave up wrestling. I'm now going to be a Twitcher. And I was like, dude, you can't really make that kind of money on Twitch. Like, let's be honest. You made some good money as a wrestler. Mm. You know, like, really? And you're in your prime. Like, no one does that. But he pulled out the stops. I did not see it coming. I did not see it coming, and I was happy with that. I like a shock. I love a shock. It was such a shock. Um, when Kip Sabian said, my best man, I did not join the dots. No. I no. did not see that no shit did. coming. No one did. And I also love the way Excalibur gave a middle finger, because they're not allowed to use Bulgarian brute, right? Yeah. So he said the brute from Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, Excalibur, my G. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. No, I, you heard the promo, yeah? Right, so I heard the no more glass ceilings and brass rings and shove it up your ass. Fucking class. No, it's not. And I'll tell it you why. Is. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why. Yes, it's fitting because this guy should have been pushed to the fucking top. He should have had more money. But, but, but. But, but, honestly, no, let's be real now. The easiest way to get over as a wrestler is, oh, fuck Vince. Like, no, stop it. Every this promo. Wasn't fuck Vince. That's not how I'm reading it at all, mate. This, there's a very big difference that I'm really sorry to cut you here. I've got to back. This isn't even me backing AW. This is me backing Miro. This, for me, feels so fucking different to John Moxley. John Moxley was a little bitch. He's going to go back to the top, yeah. John Moxley's a little bitch. He just had sour grapes. He was pushed in one of the most powerful factions of recent memory. He was WWE champion. He was a lunatic fringe. He was an enforcer. He was given some brilliant matches. And his fucking thing is now, oh, I've got more range for creativity. You're walking down the bleachers, you squash-buckling fucking pirate puffter. All right? I withdraw that prick. Let's go with prick. He's an entitled, under-talented little wanker. Okay. And I, I say that no, acknowledging that he's talented, but the way he fucking gets rated over there is a next level joke. I've got rain for creative freedom. You're walking in a bleacher, you prick. Okay. Miro, aka Rusev, this felt so different. Yeah, but you know what? This felt for the reason you said that this motherfucker never, ever got given a thing in WWE. Rusev Day was a fucking accident. That shit was an accident. This guy never 
got a proper title run. This guy, when he was on pay-per-views, was like the opening match. And it was against people like Cena in those fucking flag matches for him to be beaten in. This, this Everything about this promo worked. The Shove your brass ring up your ass. So fuck the Hall of Fame. Love that. But he's never going to be a Hall of Fame. A simple reason being that he, he never got pushed. He never got pushed. He hasn't done anything. Cult hero, maybe. He's never Hall of Fame material. Never. Maybe if he does bangs, you know, if he does bucks on on the, I call it the indie scene, AW is not indie, but on the rest of the wrestling scene. And from what I've heard, his AW contract also allows him to wrestle NJPW, which is fucking awesome. So if he does bang bucks on the other on the other circuits and then maybe gets brought back or kind of like Sting, almost like a bit of a, you know, you're in Hall of Fame, but it's more of a kind of a lifetime achievement thing, right? In that capacity, sure. But within a pure WWE capacity, absolutely not. He hasn't done anything worthy of being a Hall of Famer. Nothing. And he literally made heat, face heat and heel heat for himself. And despite being over as a motherfucker, the fans... All we wanted was more Rusev Day. Bro, do you remember like two years ago, we were like, where the fuck is he? We're screaming Rusev Day every week and the man isn't even on TV anymore. It's next level jokes. And then the last fucking storyline they give him was that stupid wedding storyline. Which, by the way, I love the way they kind of passive aggressively tied that into this. Like, best man, I was like, ah, (laughs) if you know, you know. That's good. So you've got the brass ring. You've got the fuck you to his last storyline, which deserves a fuck you because it was di- all sorts it was shit. of it was shit. It was absolute dog shit. So it was deserving to get a fuck you. The fact that he has got, he says he's a twitcher. He is more Jack than I have seen in years. And you just know this guy's going to be pushed now properly. And you can tell, at least I think you can, that he's so fucking excited by the fact that he's actually, unlike what John Moxley says, he's actually going to do. He's going to be given a platform on which to wrestle properly. Like for me, it's not sour grapes. For him, it's almost like it's almost like it's not non-LGBTQ way. It's almost like a coming out part. It's like, oh, let me wrestle. Yeah, I get that. I get that. for him, and I can't wait to see what he does. Do you know what it is? Matt Hardy cut that promo. Brody Lee cut that promo. Anytime someone leaves over there and they were mid-card, it's the go-to promo. It, it, it's tiresome. Like, well, maybe it, that's because there's a bunch of talented guys who were yeah, never used properly. No, do you know what? Show it. Don't say it. Right? Rusev doesn't yeah. need to show shit. No, but bro, no. But this is what I'm saying. You just show it and be like, you know what, Vince, you fucked up. Every- Brody Lee has shown it to his credit. Do you know what bugs it though? Do Matt you know Hardy has shown it in the last few weeks. He's nearly killed himself. By the way, Matt, happy you're okay if you're listening. Yeah, I'm going to touch on that in a minute, right? Impact, we're doing that. This, this isn't a new promo. Shit, WWE, WCW, we're doing it. Like, if you look at the longevity of this, I was released here. Da, 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 like, I get it. Do, do, you know, I'm going to go back to Paul Heyman. Why are we acknowledging the competition? Yeah, if you want your yeah, own let me, let, me put this to you. Let, me, let me actually put this to you. I'll give you a great example here. Um, I might have it in my YouTube stream at the moment. So I've there's given what I do for a living, there's this really, really famous photographer called Peter McKinnon. Um, 
And he's got this video, how I edit, you know, that every photo, every editor has essentially got a different workflow, right? Of course. Peter McKillian, McKinnon, he's, he's a 5 million sub, uh, following YouTuber, as well as being a highly talented editor in photography, yeah? So he's got his own following. There's this other guy called Jamie Windsor, who's literally popping up in the, you know, as one of the what to watch next videos. Do you know what the title of his video is? Is Peter McKinnon wrong? Bro, it's a standard fucking marketing ploy. If you've got someone bigger than you, you obviously ride the coattails to a certain degree. There there is a thing of that, right? But Shit, we do it on our Instagram. Look at all the hashtags we put in. Riding the coattails. Of course you ride the coattails. Of course you do. Even as a, a, a thing, if I'm showing you a different technique, that's something different, like, okay, and I get those ones, right? Right. Because if that's the standard. Here's here's a new technique that we're using in the world. I get that. But and I'm not saying if you're take your brass ring, shove it up your ass. Oh, the demos. Oh, screw Vince. Like everything just happens to be on all tiers. The other side, I'm, I'm getting a bit bored of it. I'm not opposed to Miro, like being pushed as a star because you know what? I can't wait to see this guy raise a title. But here yeah. comes my other argument, right? Yeah. Here yeah. comes my other argument is. <sighs> John Moxley's got the title. MJF so deserved that. By the way, I keep forgetting to tell you this. Do you know who Jungle Boy's dad is? Go on. Luke Perry. Shut the up. He departed Luke Perry, bro. I saw a picture and someone said Luke Perry with his son, da da da, Jungle Boy. And this was him going to like a WCW or WWE event. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Luke Perry. 90210 Luke Perry. Thank you. Fucking hell. Bro, I, I I researched it. I was like, watching, did you Jungle Boy? If you, uh, I I've said it already. Match of the year for me is MJF Jungle Boy. Right. Bro, the match he put on this last week, he is so, he is. If he was a footballer, bro, he's what he'd be one of those eighteen-year-olds, like um, like an eighteen-year-old Messi or an eighteen-year-old Ronaldo, or more recently now an eighteen-year-old Kylian Mbappe, and the whole world is like, that's the next big thing. This kid is pr- I have never seen a wrestler develop at this rate. It's like he, he's going Mysterio levels of amazing here. It is unreal how far the kid is coming. I love the kid. Like, I honestly believe he's got talent, but here we go. Private party. Yeah? yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just calling these now. Private party. Um, Jungle Boy. J- Jurassic Express, even. MJ. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Best friends. All right, best friends have a touch of WWE with Trent Beretta or Trenty, whatever he's... I don't know what his surname is now. Right? But you have your own... Um, is it Sunny Kiss? Mm. The kid who took on yeah, Cody? Yeah. Like, they're... Like, oh, my God. Do you know how old I feel by calling these guys the kid who took on Cody? Like, you have so many talents. But then what am I hearing? I'm hearing Matt Hardy coming from an injury. And, like, when I'm back... I'm going after the AEW title. You didn't I'm say AEW title. He said, I'm going after a title. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Maybe I got it wrong. I think TNT. Maybe, but it would be better. But then the I only I think Matt Hardy, I, I, you and me have always said it, bro. Between the two Hardys, one is a possibly a better in-ring technician. One is the star. Oh, do you know what's really bad? I do lean Matt. I do lean Matt. I love Matt's creative flow. I think Matt will give me more of a storyline than Jeff ever could. Matt's suited to an era to an era where we don't have fans. Like there's, I think there's a reason he got rid of Woken and Delete. It didn't work. Well, I, I get, but I knew it, it passed its phase. I knew it had it. It had just 
done. I mean, there's only so long you can do it for, especially when you're like bringing it back here and there. It just you 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 need to work it very carefully. But what I'm saying at is what I'm getting at is where Jeff has just been. Jeff, okay, he's done a hint of Willow, which works with the whole broken Matt. Matt has changed himself time and time again. He knows how to do that. Creatively, he is a genius. I've, yeah. And that's why WWE were like, come to NXT, but you can help create these guys. That's where he's at at the moment. He, he Matt can create 10 characters in a minute. I, I yeah. don't disagree with that. But what I'm getting at is AEW has such a pool of talent. And I'm not, this is the problem is that I'm not opposed to Miro winning the title because it's so deserved. And this is the problem. Well, yeah, he finally done it. But then what happens to the guys who do deserve it, who were your company? Shit, even guys like SCU, you know? Kenny Omega. I get it why it's not going to happen with Kenny. Oh, it's going to happen with Kenny. Well, it probably will, but you get what I'm, the problem with that is that it, it, do you know my problem with this is that people would dog Vince and Triple H because you're a management and you got the title. You got to be very careful how you do this. Mm. You've got to be very, very careful. And now we've got the issue where you know Cody was the first TNT champ and the first tag champs or the longest reigning tag champs were Hangman. Like the elite were doing their shit. Okay. Yeah, it's not, yeah, but you get yeah, what I'm going on, mate. I get it, but we all know who's who. They're still being the no, we know who's who running the show backstage. Yeah. We know this, yeah, but sure. You get what I'm saying? It, 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 even in the fact, I mean, let's be honest, any it's like if we had all click wrestling and you'd be like, you're taking the piss, like <laughs> on all tears, here you are, like, <laughs> even though Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> amazing yeah it's it's just weird like i get it but you just need your, your dynamics are a bit wrong and i fear i honestly fear for aew with all the talent in the set now don't get me wrong orange cassidy jericho has done the right thing he's taken the pin he's pushed that guy hide and he would have gone but orange cassidy a year ago would not be where he is now huh. no 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 we're not so a jericho kind of where i'm at i think you've got because I see the point you're raising. I mean, and it, as much as you know, I've always said that the invasion for me personally, I know I missed most of the Attitude Era at the time, but the invasion was always one of my high points, right? And I know the argument stands that, yeah, but by the end of it, by Survivor Series 01, it was basically WWE versus WWE. It was the Rock versus Stone Cold. It was like, where were the WCW guys for fuck's sake? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no. We know this. And then what happened fucking the next night, Ric Flair shows up. And then... Th- you will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet Body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at Body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Three months later, Sting shows up and it's like, mother... 
the oh, contract no. guys. Sorry, three months later, contract. the NWO showed up, and it's like, motherfucker! <laughs> like, damn! Um, did you guys, did you guys like, just just get the text message that there was an invasion? Yeah. Like, <laughs> God damn it! Like, so we yeah, we all know that the invasion. As much as I loved it. And I do maintain it was my favorite moment because I loved seeing everyone come together and rally against the evil. I, I just, I like the storytelling going on there, but we all know that it could have been way more, right? Apply that type of thinking to what AEW is doing now. And I think they're being much smarter than what happened in impact with Jeff Jarrett and what happened in the invasion. Cause for the reason you just said, they're using guys like Jericho who doesn't matter that he's got a WWE background. That guy is a fucking legend. It doesn't matter that he's got a gut that would make the Monday Night Masala look proud at the moment. He is... <laughs> bro, he's a legend. And <laughs> as, as bad as the Judas effect is as a finisher, although I still say, put that shit in a Muay Thai context, and it's devastating in a wrestling... Bro, that in Muay Thai, you're taking a man's head off. Yeah, I don't care who you are. You fucking back elbow. That, that's a KO move in Muay Thai. In, in wrestling, you, you have a clothesline or back elbow a guy when you throw him into the ropes. It's, it's just too predictable. Oh, really? Tell that to JBL. Okay, I agree. I agree. Tell However, that to Brody Lee, because that discus lariat is something. But do you realise with those ones, it's how a person sells it? Right, you see a hundred clotheslines in a wrestling match. You can no, Jericho doesn't deliver anything. Jer- Jericho does not deliver a. Ooh, that was a tough elbow. For God's sake, The Rock had an elbow drop. The elbow drop is one of the worst moves ever. It's the Correct. most basic move, but it's the way you sell it. Jericho's not selling the Judas effect to me. It's the same way when Cena and I'm not the dog in AEW on this. It's the same way Cena came out with that new punch, like doing what kind of bullshit. It was weak. And that- you know what I would do, just. Little side note, I'm, I'll, I'll, you'll see it because we're on video here, obviously. I'll try and describe what I'm doing for the listening audience. So there is a move in Muay Thai called a Kajmala, right? It's a type of elbow where, so imagine if you're pointing to someone, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then from your elbow, leave the, leave the upper part, so where your shoulder and your tricep and your bicep connect down to your elbow. Leave that part flat, so in the pointing motion. And then your forearm point upwards, yeah? Okay. You've got a 90-degree angle with your arm, yeah? Mm-hmm. You do that into someone's face. So you're basically bringing your elbow forward and slightly upwards into the jaw or nose or cheek or eye. In Muay Thai, that is – it doesn't get worse than that. Taking so- an up elbow into the face, that is nasty. I mean, that – I mean, I've had that done to me. It's broken, broken my right eye socket. I've had that done to my nose. Luckily, it didn't hit me upwards. That's why I've had to have three times my fucking third time. It was so broken. I, you know this, don't you? That my fucking lower part of my nose is plastic now. I actually yes, didn't. <laughs> look, look, want to see something fucked up? Look at that. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So, yeah, I've had three reconstructions on my nose from that move. Believe me. That, that upwards jabbing motion is so quick and powerful in a Muay Thai context, that's, that's game over. Okay, you know the that, but kind of oversold it the way they do with kayfabe moves. Like, you have to. Wang, you know, sort of lean back and went into it. It would look way better than going backwards. Don't get me wrong. 
it's something Rhodes. there with an elbow that's it's Dusty it's Rhodes had the bionic elbow, which was essentially bang, you know, elbow up, down into the head, drop. My that move. Instead of yeah. a hedge man, it's called Boom. But this is what I'm saying. The move it's the way you sell it. You needed something, and just seeing it go because it just looks like a standard wrestling move that we see in a back elbow all the time. You're like, come on, Chris. You are Mr. Lion's fault. You are Mr. Walls of Jericho. You got this. It 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 just doesn't. Yeah. But he is, irrespective of how good or bad we perceive the Judas effect elbow to be, he is a legend of the game. And I think what he's doing at the moment, being a heel, cutting great promos, putting guys over, as far as Jericho is concerned, he's doing the right thing. Conversely, I think guys who are never really given a proper run, like Brody Lee, like Miro, I think it's not about it's the WWE guy taking away from AEW. I think it's it's that AEW star finally being given a proper run. Moxley can get fucked. But then but then in the same in the same vein, where is there a proper run for Brody Lee, considering Luke Harper was an IC champ? This is what I'm saying. But my thing is, and I'm not I'm not arguing because eventually he can elevate. But here's, you, let me ask you this. Could you name me every single intercontinental champ ever? I know there's one wrestling geek out there who probably could, but between you and me, deep as our knowledge is, I'm gonna guess no. But no, I have if I said you in recent memory, best IC champ. I'm guessing both of us are probably gonna go to the Miz. Yeah. Right. So you see what I mean? You've got, despite the fact that you hold the championship, that doesn't mean that you are, this is all my interpretation of the situation, yeah? Just because you hold a championship, that only somewhat validates you. Let's look oh, at yeah, something yeah. personally. Drew, for me, is validated as a champion. Strowman, we were all like, please get the fucking belt off him. This is dead. Absolutely dead. Nakamura, my fucking guy, Nakamura, as IC champion, nearly killed the mid card. And I say that as someone who loves Nakamura. No, I hear you. I hear you fully. Um, yeah, I hear you fully, bro. I hear you fully. My thing is, is this, right? It's just an idea I had recently. Was, um, do you know what they should do? Is the anti-NWO kind of thing. For me, I think what would really help AEW at the moment and prove they don't make the same mistake is have their originals fuck up any ex-WWE guy and just be like, you guys aren't welcome. We're the stars at AEW. I think it would be sure, a that making it far, far, far more visible what you're talking about. I don't know, but I just feel like these guys, I just feel like their guys are just coming in and trying to, it, it, I, I don't know. It just feels that way. I get what you're saying, but I just feel like it's, there's too many at the moment. It feels saturated at the moment. Impact so, with who though? Because for me, there's 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 four, maybe five main WWE guys who are there, like guys who I think AEW, and I'm like, yeah, that name for me, you are now synonymous with AEW. Jericho, Hardy, um, Brody Lee, John Moxley, and now Miro, and this, FTR. And sorry, and FTR guys. For me, they they're irrelevant. You you could say that, but who's holding the tag titles at the moment? for now well i mean what's really cool is they've done nxt raw smackdown and aew they're the only tag team to have done that every single time come again actually no i'll withdraw i was gonna say they bored me every time i never saw their run in nxt it was pretty cool 
Fuck me, they were shutting back down. It was boring. And I yeah. don't see the fucking hype behind them in AEW. Everyone like, best tag match of the year. I'm like, get fucked. They're, they're, the tag they're, match of the year, then the tag team division wrestling wide has been really poor. But you got to remember one thing is they are the no flips guys. guys. I don't get it. One, they're no flips. And two, they are that very traditional, rugged kind of tag team. So I, I, I get it. It bores the socks off of me. I get it. I get it. Right. You've got guys like Jurassic Express out there. You've got guys, shit, Omega and Paige were a great tag team. I loved what those two were doing. By the way, on the note of Omega, he's definitely coming back. You think so? He's mm. about to come back. I see this happening. I see... Sad as it makes me, I see Archer beating Moxley for the title. And he's not going to have a long run because I think they're then going to put the belt on Miro. And I think Omega will beat Miro. Or you can swap the order of Miro and Omega around. But I think you're going to see Miro versus Omega in the not too distant future for the title. Interesting. Interesting. Omega, mate, Omega is because that tag team thing's done. He ain't coming back to that. No, he's no, going, no, no, no. I don't. He's going I don't. On a run and he's going to have a belt sooner I or think, later. You know what, though? I see a good run for Paige. I think Paige will have a good run. class, mate. He's going to have a decent face run. Very good it face. Reminds run. me of DDP, and it's not because his name is fucking Paige. <laughs> he legit, he's got that weird, rustic charisma that. Do you know who he reminds me of so badly when I see him in face? Stephen Amell. Yeah, point. Weird. It's just it's carbon copy, man. Right, so I'm excited about Miro's arrival. Jesus, 20 minutes on AW. What do we still have to talk about? What could have been? Last topic, I guess. Um, And we were kind of touching on this intermittently throughout the show. Like, So do we touch on this? It's not even really a story. It's just a fucking side side thought I had. I mean, let's touch it because we said it. What could have been with the Monday Night Messiah stable? Seth Rollins first started off with AOP. He then recruits um, Murphy. Who? Murphy, buddy, yeah, and then Aust- yeah, Buddy Murphy, and then um, Austin Theory. What was um, David? Come again? Yeah, what it was awesome. It was all kinds of awesome. It really was. AOP were injured. We had a format that he had people who were following him, and it could have. It just felt like it was on the tip of. Yeah, it was on the tip of, and he, you know, it's the sort of thing where they, they, they were the sacrificial lambs, and they were very worthy of it because it was for the better power, you know, for the better of Seth Rollins. And the, like right now, without having a Messiah stable, where does Seth actually fit into? Because he can't go back to the Slayer motion. He can't be in a Messiah with no one worshiping him. It, it, it's a bit of a weird one at the moment. Put him on SmackDown and have him mess around with the Fiend. Do you know what the other side though? Would be no, actually, bad idea. We've seen Rollins and the Fiend. Don't put no. Sorry, well, the, other, the other side, is, that shit from memory. The other side is the spinning of the coin of him being the one who could potentially stop Roman. That would be an awesome face run. It always comes back to the Shield. I get it, but it's it's like DX, Triple H and Sean always just seem to just meet. It's it's Cena Orton. It's Triple H HBK. Especially on Raw at the moment, which is very weird. Intercontinental title. Oh, sorry, Euro- European or US title going after Lashley. No, no. 
in the, the, the stable's done. Like Murphy got what was it, eighty-three kendo stick yeah. shots on live TV? Yeah. He's Ooh. gonna be He's gonna be I want to see photos of that shit like we got with Dominic Gutierrez. Oh, exactly. He's going to be all kinds of red. There was no mystery in that Mysterio family. That was a beatdown. That was clear. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Gabron, we're going to go full on borderland on you here, Holmes. Huh? You want to see how we do it in Tijuana? Man, you're one step short of being put in an oil barrel and being set alive, I say. <laughs> what are they, Holmes? <laughs> Uncle Eddie would be proud. Uncle Eddie would be proud. Um, which time Murphy gets it, I lie, I steal. Oh man, that was way more than <laughs> what 79 more amigos than the three amigos. Like, that, was, very good. That, that was bad, that was all kinds of, but but yeah, didn't come out to help him or even show up for that. It, so that stable's officially dead, which but makes me think Murphy's going to disappear into absolute nothingness. But then here's the other bit is that. You know, with this whole thing, there is that... I mean, it was pretty stupid of us to have not called it. There is that feud of Seth and Murphy that can come up. And it could do bits for for Murphy. Because it would put him over if you are now feuding with the Messiah. So they, they, so they have scope to do that, given that Murphy has the right to be outraged that Seth didn't come out to help him. Mm-hmm. The storyline's there. Yeah, it's there. Do we trust them? I, well, if they didn't, what the hell were they doing? I know who we're talking about. Logical question you can use in the WWE universe. I I know who we're talking about, but I'm just like I, I I believe they've got a bit wider. Hashtag AJ. Hashtag McMahon no more. Yeah, that's that's a Nico, (laughs) a Nico favorite. I I believe that people have bigger scope, Uh, even if it doesn't work out for Murphy in the long term. He will have his three months of fame out of it. It's it's it's, it's, it's that. and then it'll disappear into nothingness. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But it's 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 a crime that happens. It, I want to say in WWE, but it can happen in wrestling in general. Yeah. Think of it. For all that Slammiversary was, how much are we now still talking about Impact? Not being rude. You know. Oh, he he's ready to end up on Impact. So. And that was it. You know. So it is what it is. Same as NJPW. I know uh, Twat Man, your friend on the other group, likes That's, likes, likes to rant and rave about NJPW, but Dominion came and went. No one even spoke about it in our group. Well, G1's up, and I know people get a bit crazy for G1. It's not for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm more theatrical. It, it's the truth. It's the truth. You don't That's like why. I'm not saying I don't like it. I've seen some good matches, but I'm not. Oh, I need to see. I like, the technicality is beautiful, but I need a bit more theatrics. I need something. It's just the way. I, enough for me. <laughs> but there you go. It's theatrics. He's he's bouncing around the ring enough to make you go. Oh, I need that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just something in it that's missing. I, you know, I, I see two guys coming out to the ring. What I love about WWE is that you may not be signed up to their pay-per-view to know what's going on, but there's always that little promo video that says to you, oh, this is what happened. This is their feud. Here, I've just got two guys and a commentator going, well, if you didn't know at the last match, I'm like, yeah, I get it, but I need I need a visual to understand who it is. And then you've got all these factions who have lasted forever and a day, which is cool. I'm not opposed to it. Bullet Club, Lossing Noblos, and whoever else is about. 
but I just don't understand your affection, but you're not feuding with the others. You just happen to be affiliated, which is cool, but I, I just need more to understand your dynamics of who you are. You know, if I see DX, I kind of get that DX are feuding with the nation. I kind of get that they're feuding with the corporation. There's something, you know, there's, there's a linking of the story. Here, we just have guys who are just affiliated for no reason. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's this episode, I guess. Yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, as we said, it, we react with what's going on in wrestling. Technically, we could have spoken it all out. I still haven't seen it, so I'm not going to comment on it. <laughs> it's all right. It last week, I can't even remember. I'm losing track of dates now. But anyway, guys, thank you very much. Please do spread the word. We're now at 1,300, which mm-hmm. is really good, because this time last year, we were at four. <laughs> it just shows what commitment can do to the world. So we thank you very much. Do We are back up and running them provided my internet stays intact on um, Instagram and Facebook at Ministry of Wrestling at MOW News on Twitter. We are there. It's it's rebuilding. I've had a bit of net problems, but we're back up in the running. And obviously, please do spread the word. We are on all podcast platforms at Ministry of Wrestling. Nico, please, Silver Screen Dudes. Silver Screen Dudes is also um, is the huge umbrella which Ministry of Wrestling sits under. And part of that umbrella of Silver Screen Dudes, you can find, for the movie fans amongst you, the movie Mount Rushmore. This is a weekly movie top 10 show where AJ and I each pick a topic and we make our separate lists and we then debate uh, counting down our lists and discussing movies for the each topic that we get each week. It's a wonderful show. If you're movie fans, you'll love it. AJ, why are you squinting? No, no, no. I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good. You're all good. You're all good. So yeah, that's a weekly show, just like the Ministry of Wrestling. Every Sunday, slightly longer. Usually goes for about an hour and a half to two hours, but it's there for the movie fans. Top tens, wonderful, weird, fucking personal tangents that we go on, um, and you can find that on all podcast platforms: Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, everywhere where podcast platforms are heard, and everywhere certainly where the Ministry of Wrestling podcast is heard. You can find the socials for uh, the movie Matt Rushmore uh, Facebook at Silver Screen Dudes. Instagram, Silver Screen Dudes, and Twitter, Movie MT Rushmore. Also, just want to plug it out there. Check it right now to vote for your favorite Batman. Um, There's already a clear winner, I'm just saying. We always have a clear winner. We always Two Towers was a clear winner from the beginning. It's just the way the rest go. I can't get my head around that one, but okay. (laughs) Okay, guys. Until the next time, I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan. Double V, the Viceroy of Verisimilitude. Me too, Nico Leroux. Okay, guys. Thank you. See ya. See ya. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.